Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Understand who killed the dog was. Uh, well, I just think... <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome. Welcome to the Bruniverse. I, I assume I'm looking right there. Is that right, Mike? Yep. It is. Mike, this is throwing you off because I'm in a studio. It's completely throwing you off. It's so professional. I love it. It is super professional. It sounds professional. Yeah, it does. I forgot what this sounds like. Dude, you sound so good, man. I know. I almost just want to talk for the sake of talking, just to hear hear the quality of it all. Um, Wow. So, just you had a good week, Mike? Yeah, man. Week was good. Week was good. How about you? The comments from last week's show were really, people were really into that. I heard a lot of, wow, I need to hear something like that. And then I started talking about what's leading up to today. Mm -hmm. So there's some expectation of today. And I think it's going to (laughs) be, I don't think we're going to lay one down. So let me, let me um, let everyone know. I do have some more shows coming out. I, if you're in the Florida area, I have, um, Naples, April 7th and 8th. I guess Rob Rob Schneider was going to be there. He can't be there. They asked me to fill in. Fill in. It's almost sold out. So it was a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I really, listen, I'm, I'm going to talk to my man in, in Naples right now. I don't understand who runs your marketing or if it's just the area. I don't understand how you don't sell out so quick. Every time I book Tampa, which I'm playing tonight, it sells out immediately. Every time I book Sarasota, it sells out immediately. I book Naples, and you're like, oh, man, I don't, oh, man, I don't, I don't. He's a nice guy, but he's like, I, I love when guys do this, too. They go, wait, how much you want for the night? Um, less than what I'm making an hour north of you, and he's giving me the whole door, and he doesn't sell food and drinks. Um, all right, I'm getting into a, <laughs> but I, I love this. He'll say, guy, I'm not making any money. I love when people say that. Of course, why would we go in business? We, we go in business not to make money. I love when people say, I'm not, I'm not making any money. Sure. You're not making any money. Okay. So today also, I got your six foundation with, uh, James Urban. He's actually taken the, the, veterans and um they are out on a fishing trip right now and we're going to catch up after this podcast and then we'll talk about that a little bit next week maybe we'll get james and some of those veterans to come on and talk about what he's doing and how cool that is so check this out i did a show um called that show tonight i'm curious to see how you felt about it if you watched it you do have to pay for it. I think it's four ninety nine or four fifty. But I tell you what, it was. Uh, if this guy gets a little funding and an actual a staff, 
this show's going to be a monster. Yeah. I'm, I think it's going to be a monster. The amount of applaud breaks and cheering that was going up, the amount to allow you to be on live TV and just improv is through the roof. And I will say SNL's dropping the ball horrendously. I never blame the cast, um, but they need to pick it up. Also, real quick, will you stop talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock? I'm going to say this right now. I'll I'll put everything out there. That was a staged event. You're going to tell me. First of all, nobody watches the who watches the Oscars? Nobody. 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 Who who went to the movies in the last year or two? Nobody. Last year, Ricky Gervais called out Hollywood for being pedophiles, raping kids, going to Epstein's Island. Nobody said a peep. Let me repeat that. Live television. Ricky Gervais. You want to talk about... Fuck. Screw Chris Rock and Will Smith. Talk about what Ricky Gervais said last year on live television. Pedophiles, which is a cute word for raping a child. Pedophile. Such a, hey, I'm just a pedophile. You rape children. Nobody's talking about that. Did you see the looks on their faces when he was calling them all out? And he didn't call them out for 10 seconds. He called them out for a solid three minutes. He called out Leonardo DiCaprio. He called out the head of Apple television. They pointed the camera to Tom Hanks. So you keep talking about Will Smith. First of all, Chris Rock is from New York. That's number one. Number two, he lives in New Jersey. You're telling me and he's never hung out with Will Smith. You've got to be a fool to think those two don't spend time together. It's a Hollywood suck-ass show. It's all about the glitz and the glamour. You know? Big smile. So you're going to tell me you believe... First of all, a, a guy gets up on live television after a joke, right? And anyone would instincts and common sense let's say i'm friends with him let's say my friend is coming out of the audience who i clearly have spent time with don't tell me chris rock and will smith don't know each other please don't insult your own intelligence stop believing everything you watch it's a distraction it's a distraction no one's talking about hunter's laptop no one's talking about uh, Russia. Uh, co- uh, no one's. Ha- We're all going to talk about this supposed slap. If if he gets up out of the audience and approaches me, 
if it's in good faith, you reach your hand out for a hug or the big high-five slap and you grab each other's arms. Chris Rock put his hands behind his back and leaned in. Who does that? Oh, gee, here's here comes uh, someone out of the audience. I'm going to put my hands behind my back and lean in. And then Will Smith, if, if Will Smith is that pissed, he's just going to slap him and walk back to his seat? Come on, man. Tell you what, my Pizza Hut commercial is more real than what I watched on the Oscars. And then Will Smith just sits down. Nobody, nobody's, oh, I guess, I guess it's cool for anyone to get up, smack someone, and then sit in the front row. Are you really that stupid? I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are. And then he wins the Oscar from a movie nobody watched. No offense to Will Smith, but when you crank to this level, you you just you're done. It's over. It's 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 over. Thank God it happened. It just puts a a nail in the coffin that no one cares about Hollywood. Nobody. And if this is what they have to go to to make you pay attention to them and listen to them and listen to their little speeches, oh, let's help here. Let's be quiet. You have Amy Schumer lecture us. Like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Stop talking about it. Stop giving attention. I'd have more respect for you if you started talking about Rick, Rick, the, the Gervais of last year. Rewatch that. That has way more things to talk about than this staged nonsense. Ridiculous dumb event in history it's stupid it's stupid what a ridiculous thing to be excited you might as well watch maury povich there's more entertainment than that if it still exists stop wasting your soul on this nonsense now we're gonna get into heavy stuff this is a quick turnaround (laughs) 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 i'm with um i'm with my friend sean here What's up, Jim? How you doing, Sean? I'm doing good. So n- now I get to that go. was exciting. That was exciting. I had to get you, that off you my seem chest. Fired up. Well, first of all, and I'm going to show you, by the way, for the audience, I'm going to show you two video clips of that night where you clearly see. Because I said, whenever everyone started texting me, like, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, "What? What do you think about what? I'm not watching TV. Why would I watch TV?" Um, Oh, it's the Oscars. Uh, who's watching the? Why would you be watching the Oscars? And it was an entertainment person. So I said, you know, wait till tomorrow because you can't fake anything today. Tomorrow they're going to have all different angles, slow motion. I want to see the slow motion. And when you see the slow motion, you see how ridiculous it is. You see Jada Smith. She first smiles and then looks at the camera. And when she sees the cameras on, she makes the face. Will Smith, applaud break, laughs. And then the camera's gone. And now he's walking towards stage. Uh, come on, man. We just, oh my God, the goofiness. Whatever. It's, I'm going to show you. No, no, I'm going to prove my point. I'm going to show you what I see. 
and you clearly see Chris Rock squint and lean in, and then as his hand's coming up, he's already leaning back. You're not even going to try to put your face – you're not even going to put your hand – come on. Stop. Stop it. Good God. Oh, interesting point. Anyway. And that's – whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I told you guys last week about uh, this week, I guess, something. This is one of those stories where whatever your faith is, whatever your spirituality, whatever you believe. I had my middle daughter today. Actually, yesterday, I go, I don't believe in God. And I said, all right, well, that's fine. Um, but I think this, this is one of the first times where I started really getting into, I already had a sense. I don't know what it is, a higher presence and energy, whatever. So the story goes, me, Sean and I were neighbors in Florida, Palm Harbor, lovely Palm Harbor. Beautiful place. I think back then it was in the eighties. It was. Yeah. Do you ever was go? Eighty six. Yeah. yeah well, like, no, I moved down. It was right after that series. I moved down. I remember I, just hating you because you were a Mets fan. I moved down eighty seven. Yeah. And I just had my heart ripped out because you were from Boston. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I moved down and I was pissed at my parents. From Long Island, I moved to uh, Palm Harbor, Florida. And I was so mad at them. I knew these people my whole life on, growing up in Long Island, Valley Stream. And then um, we move. We have you neighbors, you and your and sister, Kristen. And and uh, I gave it, I think, three months. I moved out in October. She invited me. You guys were all going to a Pink Floyd show. Did you go to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was like, you got to go to Pink Floyd. I'm like, I ain't going to Pink Floyd. She's like, just wait to Pink Floyd. I'm like, no, I'm not going to Pink Floyd. I'm out of here. Florida's <laughs> stupid. I'm out. So I didn't give it a chance. I moved back up north to Long Island. Didn't last there long. I realized it's the first time in my life I realized when you leave somewhere, like my daughter's going through this. She went through it for a couple months. When you move... You think, oh, my God, everything was so amazing when I lived up there. Every day was filled with amazing events. And you realize that's not what life is. You have spurts of amazing moments, like like a career of anyone. And everything in between is a lot of boring. There's a lot of nothingness. There's a lot of questioning, doubt, everything. So I went up back up north and I realized, all right. Everyone has jobs. Uh, we're, we're not still on the same street. Uh, we can't play stickball every day. We're like 19. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, I got I to gotta survive. I got to make money. I got to rent. So I ended up moving back to Florida, back to Palm Harbor. Sean's, uh, how old are you in 88? 88? Uh, Jeez. 14. You're 14? 14. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> 15. Oh, at the oh end wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the way we connected, reconnected, 
because after 1988, I moved out of Palm Harbor, I want to say in 1992. Maybe, actually. I think it was a little earlier than that. It was, I think it was 91, December 91, somewhere around there. Maybe the end of November of 91. Yes. And then, so, after that, me and Sean lose touch. We Heavy stuff goes on, which I'm going to get into. But the way we reconnected, to me, is the most mind-blowing event that has happened to me multiple times. And the only reason I tell these stories is because I truly think it's in all of us. Some people say, no, it's just me. I I find that hard to believe. It's in all of us. We just don't know it exists. It's mind boggling. And I have not, I'm not going to exaggerate it. I'm not going to lie. I have nothing to sell but truth, and hopefully it can help people. That's it. So the journey begins with this. Now, I'm a, a me and your sister, we're, we're, I have to say we're best friends. We're best friends. I'm living down in Palm Harbor, and I would talk to Kristen every, as much as we can. At the end yeah. of at the end of the nights, we'd always meet in the middle of our houses. <laughs> we were right next to each other, and she smoked. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Why are you smoking?" She's like, oh, "Smoke." She called me Goober. She always called me Goober. What's going on, Goober? It's right? like the little fence area where the garbage cans go. Yes, hiding there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we we would hang out all the time, and we'd talk. And she was my best friend. She was hands down my best friend. So as time goes on, um, and this is another thing. I didn't really know that Kristen, like, liked me. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, I I didn't know. Yeah. She always played it pretty cool. I had zero clue. (laughs) And then... And then as 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 we would move along, um, and, the, and the reason why, there was one time where I'm like, hey, man, you want to go to Bush Gardens? And Chris is like, yeah, sure. And then I had to sit down with Patrick, who was yeah. your stepdad at the time, and your mom. And, and Patrick, your stepdad, gave me this whole lecture <laughs> on, on, like, uh, you know, respect. And I'm like... We're just we're just going to Bush Gardens. Like we're going to see animals and stuff. Like what? Are we, what's going on? We're hanging out. We're friends. We're hanging out. Um, so I didn't know what the backstory was, you know. And now I think about like, oh my god. As I'm sitting here now, I, I mean, I thought about oh my god, how many times she must have uh, thought maybe we're going to connect here or there. And then I would, then I start telling her about stand up and want to be a comedian and all this jazz. And she would hook me up with other girls. She's like, Oh, you would like my friend, uh, Trish. She's, she'd ask me like, what is your type? I had no clue. She's totally (laughs) playing me. (laughs) 
And then, um, so long story short, I don't know. I don't know if you know about this. I find out later that Kristen and another girl who I won't mention, uh, made a bet and the bet was, Oh yeah. 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 You knew about this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about this. So you ain't on this. I I heard about it later. I didn't I didn't know about it at the time. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you hear? You heard it from me or no? From the person. Uh, a different someone person. else. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> okay. So me and this, me and Kristen, uh, the, the Kristen and another girl put a bet on who's gonna break the boundary with me first. Yeah. I have no clue this is going on. And Kristen starts wearing different clothes. And I was like, okay, who does? She's just the neighbor. She's a friend. (laughs) Don't. It's too close. Uh, And she was... I was definitely starting to feel, but I was like, oh, don't, 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 don't. So long story short, the other girl wins. The other girl gets the. And what a we, prize. <laughs> she wins the prize. <laughs> Did I even know it was a prize? Had zero clue. And then uh, I have to say, after I found out, it was kind of, it, it kind of screwed me up. After I'm like, whoa. It screwed me up on a level of, whoa, you guys made a bet. And, oh, damn, she lost. And she probably likes me or loves me more. Wow. What a wow. I I think, like, her connection with you, though, was a lot more than, like, that stuff. It was a multi-layer. It was a deep. She's she's the funniest person ever. Belly laughing funny. Yeah. All the time. Belly laughing funny. And then when you two got together, it was like having a fucking show in my living room. Yeah, it was mayhem. And you you were over the house all the time. All so, the time. Like, I loved when you came over and then the two of you would just try to outdo each other <laughs> with like stupid shit. Yeah. And, it was, you know what I mean? And, no. But she was, no other human being on the planet has ever made me laugh as hard as her. Yes. Like, as from what I can remember. When we were little kids. Yeah. No, she was belly laughing funny. And, the, and I think that's what even that's, that's why I was so close with her. Yeah. Like, there's, I don't have any other friends in Florida that I remember. I have tons of them. Yeah. She's yeah. the only. So with that said, um, we, I break it off with the other girl or the other girl breaks it off with me. And now I kind of, and, and there's also a time where, yeah, there was a time where your sister had a a couple drinks. I don't know if she did on purpose. She came in our, in my house. And now that I remember, she was clearly trying and it took Everything in my willpower, <laughs> everything in my willpower, not, nah, but I always wonder. So with that said, now I don't talk to her for like 
she's mad at me. Yeah. She's, she's mad she lost the bet, and she's mad at other events. And I can only imagine, like, oh, damn. I mean, during that time, it was probably my worst period because I needed her around. I hated not being able to talk to her. I hated not having my best friend to goof off of. And I actually started feeling attracted, ready to make the next move. So I don't talk to her for like, I don't know. It's, it could have been two weeks, could have been a month. I, I, I can't remember exactly. But all I remember is I, I, I literally was driving and I went, God, please, if, if I, I need to talk to Kristen, I need to, if I see her, can you just let us talk? I don't know if she was avoiding me uh, or whatever, but I always kind of drive by and look and kind of, she went there. And then sure enough, that night, that freaking night that I was like, please, I just need to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. Um, I roll past and I see her and I'm like, Hey, you got a miss? She's like, yeah, yeah. So we're in the breezeway. And when we were in the breezeway, she told me everything. And I told her everything. And what I thought was even more incredible was she met someone that day uh, on the beach. Uh, did you know about this? No. So she met, Whoever she had a crush with, she she saw them on the beach that day. And the person, they're from Boston. And she said, oh, I, I you know, I had an amazing day. I saw, I saw this guy I always had a crush on. I always liked him. And he said he'd go to the prom with me. So she had a prom date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know who the guy was? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. yeah. He's still around. I, I, we have no clue. Yeah, it was forty years ago. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so now the night ends, and I wanted to, I wanted to kiss her, but I also felt like, mm, let's, let's, we we got past the first stage of now we're reconnected. Let's, let's, uh, so I leaned and I gave her, I gave her this kiss just on her forehead and it's a kiss. I'll never forget the rest. I can go right back to it right here, right now. I cannot explain the moment. It was the most, it was one of the most beautiful moments in my entire lifetime. It really, I felt so deeply connected to Kristen and I literally saw like, oh wow, this is this may this may turn into something. This is gonna be amazing. And I also realized I'm not sure I've ever had someone that I trust that loves me the way she does on a friend level and everything else. And then, you know, she's like, hey, come with me tomorrow. She had a class and camera class, and long yeah. story short. The tragedy hit the next day. Now, here's where it gets a little more uh, incredible for me, which I always this this made me question 
and I don't know if it's an ego thing or self self, who am I to think this way? And why me? And I, whatever, but I, at her, I just remember it was just, you know, I don't have to tell you, it was, it was, it was horrifying. I knew I, I knew I was going to go into stand up, but I also knew when I was younger that it was more of a healing thing. So I was in a struggle between healing and I wanted leather pants like Eddie Murphy. I wanted to be a star. <laughs> I wanted to get slapped by Will Smith 50 years later <laughs> and be Chris Rock wearing the leather pants and I have monkeys and all this other stuff in the house. But I'll never forget. There were so many heavy spiritual God things for me. And I had to bring you here only because people know I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking out my ass. The first one was at the funeral, which that was the first funeral I've ever been to. It was, it was beyond, beyond emotional. Yeah. I felt horrible for you. That's another thing. People don't, you were a kid. How old are you? 14, 15? Yeah, you were about 15. 15. Yeah. So you were just, I saw your eye. You were, you were mangled as anyone would be. So I was like, oh my God, fucking, oh my gosh, holy shit. And I remember going into the funeral and I went, this ain't, this ain't, I can't, I, this, this is too much. This is too much. I went in and I was like, that ain't Kristen. That ain't, you know, it, I just, it was too much. So I went outside and a bunch of people came outside. I don't know if you were part of that. I don't think you were, maybe you were, but when I went outside, I started saying, you know, this is not what Kristen wants. Kristen would want, and I started, I said, someone give me a cigarette. And I take the cigarette and I started imitating your sister, <laughs> talking to all of us from heaven or wherever she's at, and blah, blah. And everyone started laughing really hard. And then they would encourage. And then we started bouncing off each other. And then there was a moment, and I don't know how long it was. I don't know if it was one minute, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, where it stopped. And there was a crowd in a circle around me and I went, Oh, Oh wow. And I don't know if your father came out or what. And I went, yeah. Oh wow. No, I was, I was out there. Though. You were. Yeah. Do you remember? And, and I, I remember at one moment I said, Whoa, this ain't, I'm sorry. We, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be laughing. I shouldn't make, and I don't know who was like, no, 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 please, keep, please keep doing this. This is great. You do you remember any of that? Like, am I yeah. crazy? Yeah, yeah. That went down. Then like there was that. like a weird rainbow. Oh rainbow. no, we're getting to that. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're getting to that. So yeah. that was the first moment where I realized this may be the most horrifying moment for so many of us, and yet we're all outside and we're healing each other, laughing. It, it, it just. The moment of healing. Yeah. <clears throat> now comes, ugh, you know, the 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 burial, which was another whole. Oh my god. This moment blew me away. So we're in the house. We're I guess it's over. We're done. Now we went to your house, 
And that's what you do. You do the repre, whatever it is, is sandwiches. I never understood that either. Hey, I lost someone I love. Come on my house for a sandwich. Let's have some baked ziti. Yeah, there's always deli meat involved. Hey, let's get some deli meat and olives. Hey, listen, Uncle Tommy's dead, but I got some olives. Let's go to town. Who's got mayonnaise? A little mayo, a little mustard. We're yeah. going to enjoy death. Eating sandwiches and suits. <laughs> sandwiches and suits. What a custom. <laughs> Even like a funeral. Let's just go to the casket and go, oh, yeah, it looks great. Okay. You got to line up people because it sucks to be you. Hey, Sean, I'm really sorry about your loss. Are you? I think I've saw you once in the last six years, but okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who came up with that custom? Um, anyway, we're at your house. It was a beautiful day. It was clear sky. I went outside. I start sobbing. And I say, I started praying or whatever you want to call it. And I said, Kristen, where are you? What is going on? What happened? Where are you? Oh, my God. What's going on? Are you all right? Dude, I, as I do that, I look up and there's a, Gorgeous circular rainbow around the sun, which, yes, I know happens. Yeah. But it's directly above your house. And I ran into the house. I said, everyone, come out here. Come out here. I started... I started asking about Chris and look, look what's above that. And people kind of were coming out of the house and that was sick. Yeah. And now would have been there? Probably. But is it be I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I went out of cry, I look up, and there's this core. I just I was blown out of my mind. I don't know if that's the way we look at things. Uh for for other people, maybe something else. For me at that time, at that moment. And I remember, do you remember anything about the rain? Oh yeah. Yeah, my Aunt Mary like made a painting of it. Are you serious? Yeah. It's a real simple, like it's just the sun and a circular rainbow around it. No kidding. Yeah. Cause I just remember everyone come i ran inside and told everyone you got to see this you got to see this and yeah. we all came running out and we looked up we're like wow it's it was weird it was weird because it was a i know it day. i know it happens but i've never seen one that's a perfect circle same up it, there yes you know what i mean and it was it, it was directly above your house yeah it was weird and it was clear, so it wasn't there was there were no there were no clouds in the sky. That's what blew my mind. Yeah, like I get it if it was cloudy. You're like, all right, this, that that yeah that made me more. That made me start thinking heavier about life and spirituality and God and everything. Now, now, uh. I'm going to head north for 
to pursue the career because now this is over and the next two years, I remember I was really worried about you. You were, you were a mess. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, you're a, you're a kid. No one teaches you how to do this. No one, there's no classes for that. They'll teach you about geometry and Ponce de Leon, but they're not going to teach you, hey, um, sorry I didn't do my homework. Uh, I had this little thing called my sister got, is gone. Yeah. Dealing with some heavy emotions here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, plus just uh, like the popularity of it at school. Oh, damn. I didn't even think about that. Like, so everybody was like, oh, either my. like, and then the other girl was in a coma for like two months. So people yeah. were still worried about her yeah. and they're talking. Yeah. So the emotion, oh my God, I didn't even think about the high school. Everybody knew. I've never seen so many people at a funeral in my lifetime. The, the, the cars to line up lasted, they were miles long. Yeah. They were miles. Yeah. It was insane. So now, I'm doing stand-up, and there's a part of me going, God, I wish she she would have been fun to have this journey with. P.S. cut to I'm ready to leave. And I would go, I don't know if you know this, but I'd always go to her uh our grave and I would I would light up her favorite. I think she's she smoked marble lights. She's like marble lights. <laughs> so I go there, I'd smoke a lot of marble lights. Disgusting. <laughs> Horrible. Disgusting. I'd bring flowers and we'd talk the way I'd regularly talk. And I cried. I talked to her. So now I'm going up north and I sit down. Kristen, I'll never forget this. I said, Kristen, I'm going up north. I go, well, you know, I'm going for the stand up and I really do think I'm going to do really good. Um, please. My worry in life is I need to girl. I need a girl that I would trust like you. I know I'm going to make it. So I pray to God, I find a girl that loves me for me the way you did. And if you can help me with that, because I don't want to meet her after I make it, I'm never going to trust any female after I make it, which I still think this day, God forbid someone has my wife. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, I wouldn't know, but I could imagine it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the least of anyone's worries. So why are they saying this? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I'm talking to your sister, and I'm going, um, Krista, Kristen, please, please bring that girl in my life. I only trust you. You'll pick a good one. You'll pick a real good one. So I go up north, and the first day I get there. I I get a call from a, a, a friend that we were all friends with, but I never looked at dating her. Like I never thought. So long story short, it's one of our crew, and it's who I'm currently married to. Like the yeah. minute I saw my wife, I went, oh my god, I'm gonna, oh my god, I'm gonna marry you. Like I the hell is going on right now and the, the minute we reconnected and we were in new york and she was i'm like why are you in long island why are you in long island 
you know, Florida, Long Island. Yeah. And the story of was so bizarre. She was on this boat. She was seeing this guy and they broke up, but she, she couldn't stand her mother. She didn't want to go back to her mother. She was stuck on Long Island by herself. She called Florida looking for me just to say hello. And my mom said he just moved to Long Island. <laughs> and so she started calling the house I was at and I blew her off for like two, three weeks. I, didn't even, I just, I'm up here. I don't want to be women. I don't want to be partying. I want to, I want to get on TV, get in film. I'm here yeah. for a career case closed. And I saw Dean next thing you know, we're married. So <laughs> you know, a year and a half later, we're married now as time goes on, You know, life is good. I'm doing okay. I think I may come across you a couple times. So I visit my parents. You would you were going through all these different stages of your life. But here's where it gets wild. I have I get invited. I I haven't seen you in a long time. And I forget what year it was, but I feel like there was two straight years where I started thinking about your sister and I actually started writing a book. I want to say maybe it was around 2008. I started writing this book of the journeys of my life and how they're, and it says to this day, it's called, because they made me say I'm not, they really wanted half baked and all. I'm like, I, I don't want, I want to sell the, I want to sell the heavier. I want people to hear the heavier, deeper spiritual shit. Yeah. And so the book is called, I'm not high by a lot of good stories about, and at the end of it, and a spiritual warrior, because those are the stories for me to have way more value than, Hey, when I was hanging out with Mary Giuliani, like, it was great, but, uh, I can't stop thinking of you. And I I keep thinking, oh, my God, because I started writing about your sister. And as I'm writing now, I'm getting all these memories and all these reflections. And, and I started going, oh, my God. I think Sean never heard some of these stories. And maybe they can be healing. And maybe they can help like i does he know about the night before does he know about how i felt does he know any of these stories does he know she was going to go she had a prom date she, she was worried about being a prom she was, so I, I i felt i had all these possible closures and i don't know why the voice just kept saying go find sean go talk to sean go talk to sean go see how sean's doing so i get invited of all things to do a brian johnson I'm coming to see Brian Johnson of ACDC. Yeah, it was like his birthday or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's his freaking birthday. It's, it's, his, <laughs> it's his surprise birthday party on my kids' lives. Yeah, I'm excited to go. But at the same time, I was like, I'm going down for a different reason. And I couldn't get that out of me. I couldn't ask ah, something else is going on down there. So I told D my wife and she's like, Oh, you know, pray about it. I'm like I, I, okay. I'm pray. I'm pray. 
So I go down there and I go, oh my God, let me look for Sean. So I drove by and you weren't there and I'm like, oh yeah, he's, he's gone. Well, any clue how, yeah, no, I am. So I have no clue how to contact you. I've lost all contact with you. Oh shit. I got, but I gotta, I gotta talk to him. Like he has to hear this. Surely someone knows. And I asked some neighbor, nobody knows. I go down and do the Brian Johnson thing. We go out on a bow for his birthday. It's me. It's the lead singer of Cheap Trick. And we're partying and we're singing and we're having a great time. And I'm a jackass and life is good. <laughs> the next day, I fly out of Tampa because he's down in Sarasota, this party. And I drive up early and I go to the Tampa airport. On my kids' lives, this is, this is, I'm not going to exaggerate this. I walk to the parking lot. Now, yes, I had a little one hitter back then. I take my one hit. <laughs> and I start looking up the sun and I say, God, I know you want me to connect with Sean. I don't know how to contact him. I I I tr I totally trust you're gonna fit you you'll it'll just happen. And when it happens, let me say the right things. Let me say the right because I I know it's not me that can heal. Just let me be the vessel, and you go right through me and say what you got to say. And let me say it right. So. That's maybe a 15, 20 minute event. And then I stop and I'm staring and I walk back into Tampa airport and in Tampa airport, there's, you got to take a tram to your gates. So you go in, there's a main area, but before you get to the tram, you got to show them your ticket. And then after you show them your ticket, it's like a little first security thing. You don't get frisked or nothing. Then you go on the tram. Then you go through the real security. I give him the ticket. I walk out. I'm about to go on the tram. And I hear Jim. <laughs> Just like that. Not like, not like a fan going, Jim Brewer. I hear <laughs> Jim. And I turn around and I see you. But I don't recognize you because the last time I saw you, I think you had a mohawk. Yeah. You were skinny. Yeah. <laughs> you were tiny. You were younger. You described it in the book as I saw this heavy set guy. Yeah. There's a million different ways you could have described me from that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I turn you around and I see this really fat guy. <laughs> and you were, I feel like I you were bigger. bigger. I, yeah, I was huge then. Yeah. You were definitely bigger. Yeah, I was giant. You're definitely bigger. So I looked at you. <laughs> I looked at you and I go, uh, hey, how you doing? I'm waiting for you to go, hey, man, I love go boy. I love you. And so I love the movie Half Baked. And you went, it's Sean. And I still <laughs> didn't get it. You went, it's Sean. I went, okay. You and Sean Pomeroy. And I. <laughs> 
sorry to curse, but blown out of my fucking mind. And I, I, I walked up to you and I went, holy shit. If you knew the event that led to this moment, I said, what do you, what do you, what are you doing? Like, what, what the, the fuck is going on right now? What, what, what is, you yeah. gotta understand something. I'm in the parking lot, catching a buzz, praying, bring Sean to my life. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I know it's for a healing thing. Yeah. And now you're fucking in the airport <laughs> as I'm going on and you're going, what the fuck is going on? Call it a coincidence. Knock yourself out. And I'm like, what do you, what do you, and you said you just came back from Boston. What were you doing? Um, I blanked. Oh, I was, I was, was Boston uh, and I was your dropping, dad. Uh, no, I was dropping my son off. He was going back to his mom's in Georgia. Cause I had my, uh, I had my middle child Celia with me. She was probably, she even, was probably five years old. I don't even she remember. She was just kind of running around while we were talking. I don't even remember that. All I remember is just being completely blown out of my mind. Yeah. That I'm about to get on that tram and you go, yeah, I saw you. I was like, oh, it's Jim. And I went, please, just give me your number. I said, I have to talk to you. Yeah. What? I I can't even. Is that coincidence? Yeah. Is I, it? I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't have sought you out because, in all honesty, I was like pissed at you. Really? At yeah. Tell me. And why. I don't. I don't know if it was. No, be honest. Tell me. Yeah. Why. yeah. It was. Uh, you know, we had like the Christmas party every year. In Boston? At my, no, at, at my mom's. Okay. We they every year they would throw like a Christmas okay. Eve. Okay. Thing or yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay. All right. You had come down one year. See, I don't even know if you were there or not, but I might have. Your dad, I might have. Your dad and your mom came over. Okay. And I was like, "Is Jimmy coming over?" And your dad was like, "Well, he's a little too famous now, so he's Is not. That what gonna, he said? He's not going to be coming over." Yeah. No. I don't know if my dad I, said that. Yeah, I have a feeling that he I'm was just to talk to him in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that, Dad? He was just, um, you know. He might have been just, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, was I at the house where I was down? I, I, I don't even been. know because okay. I didn't see you. Okay. But I was, I was like, is, it's Christmas. Is Jimmy here? Yeah. Oh, is he coming over? Nah, you know, he was hanging out with Madonna last night. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, whatever he said, this it is, pissed me off for like 10 years. Wow. <laughs> 10 years. Yeah, I was Holy like, I shit. think it's a little fucking deeper than that. You know? Wow. I guess I'm not cool now. You know what I mean? But yeah. I never actually spoke to you. It was nothing you ever actually did. Wow. No, that's no, that's fascinating. Yeah. I, wow. I know also, like, I would come down and it it did not feel good talking to your mom. Like it was just, yeah. it was too painful. Yeah. No, I get that. And dude, when she, that's another thing. After your sister passed, 
she gave me poems that I never knew. Yeah. And that explained the deeper feeling she had for me. And that, that hit me so hard. Like I, I mean, the poems were like, if I, I'd rather not be here or I don't want to say alive. I, I'd have to then yeah. to not have him like, oh my God. Wow. And that's why it was very, uh, yeah, I did not, it did not, it didn't feel good to go over there. I didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. I didn't know how to deal. Nobody with it. does. Nobody does. Like I know how to deal with it now. So but, do I. But so do I. There's no, uh, there's no death class. There's no death class. There's no class on death. Yeah. On any level whatsoever. Um, so, wow, that's interesting. So now you're, so, so you're yeah. So I see you at the airport. I'm like, Jim. And then you were like, give me your number. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, sure you cool. do. Sure you do. <laughs> sure you do. You, you know where my mom lives. Right. You know what I mean? So I was right. like, okay. I'm right. not gonna and then like the next day you were like, hey man, I think it's time. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I guess you actually did mean that. Yes. And yeah. then we connected in Tampa. I came down and then I told you everything. Yeah. You cried, we cried. Yeah. We both you No, know, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was such a killer healing thing. But I guess the real the real point of it all is would that have happened? I don't know. I don't believe it would have. I don't know what that is, but you can't explain to me any other reason than it's something deeper. It's a deeper connection to something. Yeah. And I wish my daughter would watch this <laughs> and listen to it. Cause it did. And I don't know. I, th- I feel like people don't understand uh, a deeper value in life until they lose someone. Yeah. Until you lose someone you deeply love, you don't realize how delicate life really is. Yeah. You don't understand how easy it is just to go, yep, this is gone. And you go, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. yeah. What's going that's on? It? What do you mean that's it? No, it, no. Impossible. I just watched to uh, uh, up north. I watched a, a dear friend. Just I didn't watch her, but she just passed, left th- three, and all I could do is look at the three, just going, "You got some right ahead of you. Yeah. You got some emotional." And this is what I tell people too. That's why grudges, being angry. And I have other couples that would get pissed at me. I go, I go, one thing Dean and I do, which we're not doing very good lately, Ev, uh, is don't go to bed with unsolved issues. Don't go to bed angry because you don't know. Yeah. yeah. You, you think you know, you don't know. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, I wanted to tell that story. And I didn't know what, I wanted to people know, yes, there's, this is real. Sean is real. <laughs> I'm real. This is all this life existed yeah. and happened. 
Um, and then it was really cool seeing you and your, your dad up in Boston. Your dad was a great guy. Yes. Yeah. He had a good relationship. Yeah. He seemed he like had he had a, a great relationship. He had a, uh, he had another one of those huge funerals, you know, monster or, or wake. We didn't have a funeral cause he didn't want one. So. Right. right. So it's like, wake, that's it. That's wake, what I want. Party done. I'm glad I got to have that conversation with him. What'd you have with him? He's like, this is what I want to die. No kidding. Yeah. Do you ever? It wasn't a lot of requirements. He was like, what do you want? What were the big requirements? Nobody's going to set foot in a church. Okay. He grew up Catholic, Catholic school, nuns beating on him. Not fond memories. And that's kind of what you're supposed to do in Boston when you're Irish and you're Catholic. Right. It's New York. You have to do this. Yeah. So that was tough with the whole family in the room going, no, we're not doing that. I love it. Because he told me, he said, don't set foot in a church, have a cool ass wake, and then don't bury me or anything. She just burn my. Just burn just it. It's done. B- build a pot. No church, have a party, burn me. Burn. That's what I want. Yeah. I have. Um, make sure Karen's okay. Nice and make sure, make sure Karen's okay. Yeah. Wow. She's out in Cali right now. Really? Yeah. Is one, it- of, one of her sons lives out there. So. Okay. So that makes sense. So now here's interesting. So let's talk about. You're, I want to see how we do in time. Oh, wow. Perfect. Um, can I, can I tell you yeah, a tell story me. Tell me. from back in the day? Please. Because this was after you left, but I don't know if you know about this. Okay. Do you know about your mom's car accident in the garage? Uh, no. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So me and my partner in crime, there's drugs involved in this story, so I'm not going to say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I kicked him in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. He was he was bugging me out like, dude, I don't want to. I said something about karate <laughs> and self defense, and then I ended up just yeah, kicking him right through the bushes. So we used to smoke pot, but like late eighties, early nineties, pot is like not that good. Totally different. Yeah, yeah bugs in it. There's, yeah. there's a lot of twigs. It's like you barely seeds. get high. And then for the first time, I spent like real money on really good weed. Okay. So we're in the uh, we're in the smoking area where 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 the garbage cans are in between our two houses. Yep. And we smoke up and we get stupid high. Okay. Like really paranoid. Yeah. And then we're like looking over the fence, like what do we do? <laughs> we had let's sneak. You're off still in the, the side. Of we're the still on the side, but okay. now we got to get out of here. Streets there. Yeah. You're here. My mom's gonna come out. Somebody's gonna come out. We gotta, we get, the, we gotta get the fuck out. Of yeah, here. yeah. So we're like, like trying to just get the gate open silently. <laughs> yes. So we're walking out, and then we see your mom pulling up in the car. Okay. Like pulling into the driveway. All right. So we're like, all right, be cool, be cool. We gotta say hi. We gotta fucking. We can't walk away. That'll look right. stupid. Like, all right. <laughs> and uh, so she comes in a little hot. Like Always. a little fast. She probably had some cocktails. She no was, offense. She was a little, she was a little, little, little. I'm sure she was. So I think this is what she intended to do. She came in and stopped and she turned her head and goes, something like, how you doing, boys? Like that. <laughs> Garage door open or shut? Garage door is wide open. Okay. And then we're like, hi, Mrs. Brewer. <laughs> 
And then we all hear this noise. It's like, what the fuck is going on? So I think what had happened was your mom mashed down the brake and the gas pedal. Yes, and she right? hit. Yes, she hit. She the, hit the uh, washing machine. The washing machine and cracked the wall. Yeah. But I was there. So she put both like she like her yes. foot caught the brake yes but it's all accelerated <laughs> oh my god so the the car's going like <laughs> but it's not moving and i'm 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 right here like we're but this far not. and i am high as a kite and i don't know what to do and i was like what's going on and she's like what the fuck is going on and then she screams she just goes ah! And looks and makes direct eye contact with me and I scream and we're just screaming in each other's <laughs> face ah! and I think at that moment her foot slips off the brake and now it's all gas and just ah, boom and then the car's gone big crash and then a wave of water comes out from the fucking oh, <laughs> oh my god oh my god I'm like I, I have no idea what to do now. Now I'm like, now I'm <laughs> in full high. fucking panic mode, right? <laughs> yeah. So I run in the garage, soapy water everywhere, slip, <laughs> face first, plant, splash. Now I'm covered in soapy water. <laughs> I get up to the door and I'm like, are you okay? Like, yeah. I don't even think I said anything. We're just staring at each other's eyes. Okay. And then boom, your dad hits me. He, I don't know if he came out of the house or he's on the porch, but he's just in his underwear to get to her. You oh, know what I mean? He always wore those get out of the way. Like, like he hip checked me. Okay. Enough that I went down in the fucking water again. Wow. You know what I mean? Like he was like, wow. And then he's screaming, are you okay? Are you okay? You know how, how he is. I can't yeah. die. Dar. He didn't say Dar. He went Dar. Right. Hey. Her name is Dar. Right? Right? Get out. Get out. Get out. So then he rips her out of the car to check if she's okay. Wow. You know what I mean? He's like, Are you yes. okay? Are yes. you okay? And she's like, Yes. Then he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. And then I stand back up. You know, so it was me. I've got like, I've got like, you know, I've probably got like a Megadeth shirt on and a mohawk. I'm covered in soap. And I'm standing next to him while they scream at each other, but they're blocking. I can't get out of the garage. So I just got to stand there and take it. And like, Ugh. and then they both stop and look at me. And then he goes, get the fuck out of the garage. <laughs> I, I would be more than happy to, but then I had to kind of squeeze in between them because the car was close. Yes, and he knew oh you were high. God. He oh, knew he had to. You were high. Like the, once he, they were like, yeah, yelling and screaming. Your mom's like, I don't know what happened. He's like, What the fuck? You hit the fucking wall. And then they both go like, Why is he here? <laughs> huh. Oh my god. I remember hearing about this and I remember yeah. coming down like what? I don't know what happened. I just I just happened. He's and he's like, meh, 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 cracked the whole wall. Meh, nice, right? Hmm. Fucking washing machine was like yeah. around Mangled. the car. Yeah. Complete. I didn't know you were there for that. That's freaking oh hilarious. Well, I don't want to tell anybody the story because it's a great story. No, but like 
like, I couldn't say to my mom, like, it was right. really awkward because I was so high. Right. You know what I mean? It's much easier. So now. just like, yeah, yeah, she hit the wall. It's weird. Yeah, it was bad stuff. Was there was, there's another thing I got to confess to you. Hey, please. Me and that same dude. Yes. Used to tape your dad. Tape? Yeah. We would get a boom box and record your dad late at night when he was at the end of the driveway. Oh! I cannot find this fucking oh. tape. Because then we used to mix it into oh. like just weird sentences. He was so funny and outrageous. Yeah. We as little kids used to, uh, me and my nieces, they're all my age, would hang out in the staircase in the basement and listen to the adults. And my father was always holding court. Yeah. yeah. And he'd always say shit like, ah, your ass is twisted. Yeah. Why didn't you go back on your per? He'd say all these sayings. Yeah. And we'd always pretend he was in church. Let's pretend he's talking to the pastor in church. And we would lay, ah, your ass is twisted. And we'd howl. Yeah. Ah, why don't you go shit in your hat? Ah! I, was, I have no idea what happened to that tape. Oh, but, man. But- it, well, it was, and because sometimes he would say weird shit to lead off a story. Yes, he'd be like, "Hammerhead sharks won't hurt you." <laughs> he and then we would just take that, you know, like back with the yes. dual cassette. Yes, and then the next one was like, "I used to drink fermented pineapple juice in the navy." See, and then we just string them together, and then just get stoned and listen to that tape. Oh my. god god do you realize <laughs> if you find that tape i could sell it to you for a million dollars we'll we'll go well, I, if we can go in on that i think we'd make a killing we'd make a killing it was crazy i forget what started there was they were playing we were playing music on a boombox at a party at i think my house yeah and then the tape had ended or whatever. And there was a blank tape in there. And it, and I think I just hit record. And it was like your dad and like six other neighbors. And then I was listening back to it. And then like every time he chimed in, I'm like, this is funny. So funny. And then, but like my boom box was like this. Big. Yeah, we had huge boom boxes. Back so then. I would walk up to him and be like, hey, Mr. Brewer, what's going on? <laughs> he had no clue. He had no idea. He had no idea. Wow. And then to get the mic close to him, I would like put it on my shoulder. So I'd just be standing. <laughs> I just stand there with a boom box with my dad. Tell me about the Navy, Mr. Brewer. <laughs> wow. I remember him too. He'd say things like, he would never tell me about the war. I go, Dad, was the war? He goes, wow, thank God for the thank God for the rednecks. Why? Well, wow, they're the ones that knew how to format and make alcohol out of anything. <laughs> Like that's it. That's all. I, World War Two. That's all yeah. I get. Yeah. Rednecks making alcohol. <laughs> okay. But I'd hear him tell other people. It was amazing. He, he had no problem telling others. Uh. uh but um. Yeah. Wow. That's really man, Sean. If you find that, <laughs> I don't expect you to. Because he was, he was probably, such a character. Man. He was a character. He was funny. Like growing up next to you guys, it was like. Yeah, those were your mom was my favorite. She was just she was funny. She was funny as shit. She was really funny. Your and she dad was on wasn't intentionally no. funny. 
No, he wasn't. That's like, the thing. Like he wasn't with younger people. He wasn't touching. He was actually more to try to get a rise out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom was fawny. Yeah. And she, she was had, hilarious. And she had great intuition. She had great yeah. intuition. She really, uh, wow. Yeah. It was a good yeah, time. That's that night. That's why we stopped to talk to her. Cause we always did. Yes. We would, if if Mrs. Brewer was outside, we would go talk to her cuz she's she would just come up with this zany ass shit. <laughs> right. She was a zane ball. <laughs> so you're in a band now. Yeah. A couple of them but my main one's called Ghost Front. Ghost Friend. Front. Front. Ghost Front. Yeah. I should know that. You told me that. They're you showed good. me it. I've listened to it. Ghost Front. Is there a website and all that jazz? Can they listen uh, to Spotify? Yeah, or Spotify. No? Ghost Front uh, on Spotify. All, all the streaming platforms. All the streaming platforms. It's one word. Yeah. This was cool. Let's go get lunch. Sounds you up for that? Yeah. Sean Pomeroy. I love you, man. It's good I to see you. you. God, what a journey. Holy shit. <laughs> um, hope you guys have a good one. Uh, also, thank you, uh, YouTube. They said I don't have it. I'll make a live video. You guys sent me a plaque. I guess I'm, I don't know. After you get a hundred thousand subscribers, they send you a plaque. I don't know. And I'm, I was told like now I'm official. I don't know. Whatever it is. Cool. Thank you, YouTube. That was very kind to you. And we'll, I'll make a live stream and thank you some more. Um, Check out jimbrew.com, all that jazz. But this was, I'm glad you tuned in for this. This is pretty wild stories. And however you want to take them, take them. I know I lived them. Sean lived them. And I know what I've seen and feel. So with that, be safe. We'll check out next week. Have a good one. This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and I have bonus footage and bonus segments, and you get to access my last comedy special, Somebody Had to Say It. There's a lot there. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.